Okay, welcome back to another episode of Paying for Attention. Today we're going to be talking about what to consider when engaging with a new agency. Today we have with us our host, Keegan Brown, as well as our co-host here, Andrew Hollington. Okay, let's get this thing started. guys we've got a good topic with us today that we're going to be talking about that's going to be very helpful i think to a lot of potential uh clients out there looking for agencies to work with and so do you guys want to take it away yeah let's do it all right let's talk about this agencies (laughs) so i think the the first and most important thing to consider is is why are you engaging in working with an agency like what are your goals what are you looking to get out of it and what do you what do you think you need um that should help direct you to at least the kind of narrowing down what type of agency and 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 who to reach out to and start those conversations yeah i think it's important to know yourself as as a client who are you as a client what are you looking for like like you can said narrow down your your goals and priorities and lead with those Make sure the agency is very, very clear on those, and that's going to get you off on the right foot and start the relationship well because when w- what we've seen is sometimes there are surprise priorities that are brought up midway th- yeah. in the engagement, and we're like, sorry, we thought we were doing really well. I'd, I'm sorry you're unhappy. I'd, 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 we didn't know. Yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, as you're trying to kind of figure out who yourself who you are as, as a client. And I think that takes some hard questions and some of the questions that you should be kind of asking yourself to understand which, which, uh, you know, agency to choose. And, uh, you know, in our case for paid media, there's a whole lot of options out there from large full service agencies to, um, niche kind of, uh, uh, paid media agencies to, um, and everything in between specific to different industries, things like that. And so, you know, when you're looking at it, are you, you know, are you desperate for sales? Are you a growing business? Are you a startup that has never done uh, paid ads before? Those are the kind of the questions that start to help define which agency it makes sense to go to and, and help define what your needs are. And and letting the, the, the those agencies know right up front your situation will help them understand if they're the right fit for you. And that will help you kind of, again, narrow in on, on who you're supposed to be working with because if you don't and you do have kind of a, a, a surprise three, four months into the engagement, it's not good for either side and, and typically it's going to lead to a disaster. How often do you think like when these clients are coming to us or to anybody do, that they're coming in three months later with these questions, you're like, okay, well, that would have been good to know <laughs> at the beginning. Do the clients often know this at the beginning? And kind of a two-point question is, do we ever see clients kind of in the onboarding process actually come to the table with a set list of, hey, this is us. This is what we need exactly. Do you ever see that? Well, let, let, let me jump in there quickly because I, it's, it's a really good question. And there, there are cases where you are a shifting priorities client. And, yeah. and if, if you know that yeah, about yourself, absolutely. just be upfront with the agency. That could be fine. 
we 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 personally do not don't don't like working with that type of company but there are agencies out there that could be could could love being on their toes constantly you know month 1 we have a different priority than month 2 uh just just be upfront with it if if you're upfront with that and they're okay with it and and you say hey you know i we're we're kind of uh, looking looking at our department our marketing department we're kind of a mess and we shift priorities constantly just wanted to say that up front letting you know if you let them know, there there can there can be you can ease the the issues that can come along down the road. Yeah, I think too often um, agencies and clients both try to kind of put on this uh, this mask, almost like a first date, and always you know try to make a good impression to to make sure that you know the agency gets the deal and the client gets this cool agency that you know has all these great case studies. Mm-hmm. And in reality, there's always things behind that and. As Andrew was mentioning, you know, uh, clients who have shifting priorities, we have noticed uh, within ourselves at, at Megathos that um, software uh, uh, software companies that come through and, and work with us typically have shifting priorities, shifting budgets. You know, you know, one month they have a budget of 50K and the next month they have a budget of 8K. And that makes it very difficult on us to do our job effectively, which then – uh, doesn't meet the, the expectations of the client and again just kind of causes strain on the relationship and knowing that up front and asking that agency hey do you have a process for shifting priorities are you do you, are you comfortable with things like this constantly going up and down or or changing completely um, if they say yeah then then let's keep moving forward if they say hey we're out then then you've already done your job of narrowing in on who you should be working with very nice. What about things like um, letting a new agency know who your company is, like just kind of basic level, but also like day-to-day contacts, especially like how important is that? Yeah, so that that's that's very very important, and I'll say this about that is that you you need to get in line internally before you reach out to the agency because what we can what we've seen happen as well and it's just natural right the CEO has a different priority than the CMO has a different priority than the director of marketing and that's that's going to happen naturally internally but when you engage with an agency make sure you get in line with what what do we want to get out of this relationship a, a client a, a question we like to ask potential clients is what would you deem success a success with this relationship with us in 90 days in six months and and that really forces the the root of their concern their their root goal priorities that that they want to accomplish within six months 90 days right i think there's a there's a good point in there too because i mean there's times that we've seen where there's an ad campaign that's time sensitive, but the next thing you know, our day-to-day contact is still there, but they add on more contacts, and here we are doing creative ads for this campaign, and then there's another level of review process that mm-hmm. has to go through, and that extends out the time, and then we're not able to make the mark with that that ad campaign, and it's it gets difficult. Yeah, and then the then the CEO comes in and says, "Well, I want this up and running by tomorrow." Right, and it's like, yeah. "Well, which one do we? Which priority do we have yeah. here?" Yeah. And and we know that the CEO typically doesn't have all the time in the world to be dealing with an agency, right? right. They they don't they don't have time to be managing, it, and they probably don't want to, and they probably don't understand a lot of it. So 
you know, having that in line internally and who is going to be the contact, who's going to direct the priorities of, of what the agency's doing helps align the agency. Because again, if, if we're getting uh, different signals from different parts of the team, we don't know what to do and uh, we can't do it all uh, as much as we want to. And that can misalign expectations with, you know, the marketing manager to the CMO to the CEO. And, um, you know, that, that again, just continues to cause strain on the relationship. Well, I want to shift gears a little bit. We've been talking about really, really large marketing uh, organizations mm -hmm. for the most part. What what I want to frame is what if you are, you know, a startup? What if, what if you are a three, four-person company? What if it's just you, you and your wife or you and your husband that started this company and you're trying to grow? Just – it's, it's really important to be upfront with that as well. You're going to be the day-to-day -day, day -day contact. Are you ready to take on the time commitment it takes to manage that agency to make sure they're hitting your goals? Are, are you asking the right questions and calls? Is your, is your, is your agency coming to you with, with things that you want to hear in the calls? Are you directing those correctly? Those are all considerations you need to have if you're a, if you're a small, small organization, mom-and-pop shop, startup, things like that. Yeah, we've seen that before too, haven't we? Though where the CEO is also the marketing manager, but yeah. there's also the designer, yeah. and so that's just like so many different hats that the person's wearing that adds on extra time. Um, so what about uh, defining goals? Yeah, I think that's another another uh, issue with a lot of uh, marketing teams. Again, from this the one two person company where you're the CEO to uh, large companies with you know a whole marketing team is understanding those goals and how they shift. And so it's extremely important to make sure that you have those goals uh, aligned internally and that you are clear with that in the process of actually choosing an agency. Because um, I can't tell you how many times we have gotten a goal and three months into it, it changes. And all of a sudden it's completely unrealistic and we're still expected to hit it. That's that's not setting right expectations. That's not going to be uh, fun for anybody to to try and work in that relationship. So really making sure you're defining goals and making sure it's profitable for you, especially small companies that, you know, your your ad budget being 5, 10K is a big part of your your operating expenses, right? And so if it's if that's a strain to you, you need to let that agency know like, hey, these goals are strict and we need to hit this many leads or this many sales in this t timeline. Otherwise, we can't work together. Um, and that should be clear to the agency that, hey, we need to hit this. Otherwise, this isn't right. Like, can we hit this? If not, then it, this isn't the right fit for us. Another, another piece. Yeah. Uh, aside from goals that I want to hit on is, is budget. Be up, be up front about your budget and, yeah. and ask the agency, is, is that, do you think that's reasonable? It goes along with goals and to a point, right? That does. Do you think my proposed budget and my goals are are going to sync? And and let the agency ask propose that to the agency. Let see what they say. See how transparent they are at that point. Uh, they they can. You you should you should bring out your BS detector when you ask that question because <laughs> a lot of agencies will say yeah yeah that's totally fine and then three months down the road tell you you need more budget to hit the goals that you were looking for you need a hundred sales a month well that's not reasonable anymore all of a sudden two months down the road well that that should have been that should have been determined up front yeah I I, I love that Andrew yeah. because I think 
uh, unfortunately, and, and, it, and it hurts us too because when, um, you know, when a client comes to us and says, hey, is this going to work? And we say, no, like you need more budget. And they go to the next agency and they say, this is, is this going to work? And they say, oh, yeah, no problem. Um, that a lot of times is not true. And it, you're going to be upset in a few months. And then now you all of a sudden have this bad taste in your mouth about agencies. And I can't tell you how hard it is to take get out of that contract and take it to maybe another agency like us that, that gave you the right answer and then have to start a whole new relationship and onboard a whole new agency. And you just lost three months of time and money and frustration and now you got to do it all over again in hopes that it works this time so that's a, that's a really good point andrew not not to sidetrack it too much but i i have another interesting point is that is not to bring price too much into it but it definitely goes into your decisions obviously yeah. Yeah. uh and and a lot of times what we see is all right well we'll We'll pay you guys what you get us, and and I'm I'm curious your thoughts on that, Keegan. The pay for performance plan. Oh man, oh <laughs> it's a controversial one. It, yeah, it sure it sure is. I mean, we could do a whole another episode on this topic. I'm sure we will, but in in hopefully just a minute or so, I can explain the reason why we are totally against pay for performance, and it really comes down to. Uh, really first, it's so hard for an agency to actually prove pay for performance actually works because what if your sales team isn't closing deals? If they're getting good leads matching your demographics, but your sales team isn't calling them back right away or your sales team isn't that trained um, or your product isn't very good, that's that's not good for the agency. And I think on the other on the other side, it's it's something that, so common with pay per performance agencies is that they own your data, they own your accounts, and what happens is, uh, you know, you don't get the the asset of the data that you get from when you actually own your own account. So having the transparency of being able to look into your ad platforms, seeing the demographics of those leads and and where you're putting your money, that is a huge uh, a huge asset and a huge uh, uh, piece of the, the agency model is being able to share that data and that the, that uh, asset with the, the client and saying, hey, here, this is your data. You own it. Um, and with paper for performance agencies, you just don't usually get that. Very good points. And that's definitely something we can talk about more on another episode. And we should talk about another episode. But I want to get down to questions. What are some questions people can ask uh, to see if they're the right fit? I'll start off here. I think uh, I think the the easiest one is just asking them, have you worked with clients that are similar to me? And if so, do you have any case studies or testimonials from from clients? That's a, that's a really good way to vet if you might be a, a client that they've never even thought about working with. Maybe that's not the type of fit you're looking for, and it's 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 going to help really help get down to where you would stack up in their in their in their client kind of pro, in their client profile right like where where would you be prioritized as opposed to their right. huge clients their their tiny clients are are you going to be in the middle somewhere 
or you know have they ever worked in this industry uh do they have conflicts of interest in there those are those are the types of things you need to be thinking about right that's kind of a big red flag if they haven't worked in healthcare and mid-sized companies right yeah i mean if you end up if you have a uh an ad budget of let's just say 15 20k but every one of their other clients is over a hundred thousand dollars a month do you think that they're going to pay attention to you as as closely as the, all their other clients who spend you know four or five ten times more than you uh, probably not and vice versa you might be the biggest client and, yeah. and maybe you'll get a lot more attention but are they do they have the process in place to actually handle a, 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 an account that size um, it, it's 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 very difficult uh, and so definitely some questions to ask there and and I guess you know the the other one there is have you had a client or you know ask about the clients that have left unexpectedly sure. why did they um, what did they do what did you learn from that and and see how they talk about those clients who left yeah. see what they learned from it and uh, and and yeah I mean if, if if they don't know why or they didn't learn from it then uh, you know, probably is not the best one to, to just jump into. That's a that's a really sneaky one that you may not have considered, but I, I like it a lot. I, what clients left you unexpectedly? Tell me about that. It's it, again, it goes back to like it's a first date. You're you're interviewing a potential agency, and and the cool part about that is you're gonna see if that that agency is transparent or not. The way they answer that is is going to show you how transparent the relationship is going to be. Is are we going to be open and honest with each other if they answer that and say, yeah, look, we lost this client. Here's what we learned from it. Uh, and and here's what we're going to take away from that in this engagement. Then that's, you know, that's really good. They're going to, they're probably going to be transparent, open and honest with you. What about things like uh, trust signals, like testimonials and things that are specific to like your industry or, you know, industry and company size? Yeah, I think that's huge. I mean, when when you can find something that is similar enough that's not a conflict of interest in, in size and industry, that's and, and and that marketing manager or CMO is is saying, yeah, they did a great job. You know, they they're responsive, they're transparent, they've gotten us good ROI. That is extremely beneficial for you, and 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 you should really trust that to a certain extent. And maybe maybe you should be asking to call and talk to that as a reference and say, hey, and, and ask more specific questions because, you know, anybody can, you know, put out a quote that looks good, but ask some detailed questions that are maybe more unique to your business that uh, that you can see if they're as similar as, the, you know, the agency made them sound. And uh, you'll be able to really trust, okay, they, they can handle an account this size. They can handle maybe shifting priorities. They have a process for that. Or they do have, uh, you know, uh, experience with healthcare, with compliance in, 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 the, in our uh, patient data. Those types of questions are extremely beneficial to be asking and hearing from uh, client references and testimonials. I like, the, I like the point you made on personalizing it because you can think about your pain points in last relationships or pain points internally that you know you have had issues with past agencies, past, even even internally, like, hey, this we go through a strict review process. Every ad needs to be reviewed by legal. Is that going to be okay? A- ask one of their clients, do, have you have you had that type of relationship with the client, yeah. with the with the agency before? And, and you can really, really personalize that and ask their clients about it. Yeah. 
Those are good points. Okay, so what about some takeaways that we can quickly give our audience? Yeah, so I think the first thing is is I think it's something that a lot of uh, – companies think they're doing and they they think that it's all about fit they you know does is this agency the right fit for us but we see a lot of times is they're more looking for um you know costs and, and making yeah. basing their decision based on that and uh, not to always say that the most expensive is the best but i think it does need to be a mix and a balance of are they the right fit can i trust that they can hit my goals and and is it you know going to be cost effective for us to to you know, pay them. And I think really considering that is is the first big takeaway here is actually ask these hard questions about yourself and what you need from an agency. I, I like that a lot. I, I think the second key takeaway it, we we really touched on it a lot in our in our previous section and that's just learn the right questions to ask so that you can start that relationship off on the right foot. Yeah. Our, you know what what is super important to you make sure that is communicated well and upfront and you're going to ha- likely have a better relationship that way yeah and, and, and lastly again kind of just asking those hard questions about yourself and, and your in your company you know yourself and your team best you know are you the type of client that's going to be calling instead of emailing are you going to call on the weekends ask the agency hey do you guys have a process are you guys able to handle that um, hopefully you're not that person, um, but sometimes that's needed, right? Like yeah. in some industries, you know, in some jobs, that's that's what's required. And if you find an agency that doesn't answer their phones, or they will never answer an email on a weekend, even in an emergency, it's probably not the best place for you to, you know, get your marketing done. So those types of things know your your uh, you know your weaknesses and and your maybe the pain that you cause agencies and other uh, people in the past and ask them, hey, is that going to be okay with you? And and see how transparent and how they respond. And do they have similar cases to show that they can actually do that and handle that and and be a good partner for you? These are all awesome points, really good points. And it's essentially from what I'm gathering from it is just interview. Interview that agency yeah. and be as transparent as you would want them to be as transparent to you. So these are great points, and we are thankful for the wisdom that you guys dropped on us today. And we hope to see everybody next time with Paying for Attention.